0: Well, hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Mustard Seed Leadership where we are in week number two of a little series called Seven Signs of Good Government or Governance. And basically what this is all about is how do we exercise the authority that God has given us. Why is it so important? Well, remember what Isaiah said prophetically back in Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 7 speaking about Jesus one day and it says of the increase of his government and peace There will be no end. And don't you love that? Where government grows, where the exercising of good governance grows, so does peace. And as leaders, that's the fruit that we're looking for. When you lead well, when you're exercising authority in a godly manner, the fruit of that should be good government. So. What I mean by government, it simply means the way that we exercise the authority that God has given us. Not in a manipulative or forceful or domineering way, but in a way that is kind, that is gentle, but firm. So what are some of the signs? And I mentioned these uh, last week, and I'm going to mention them every week. A couple of signs to look out for that may indicate a lack of governance in our lives. One, lack of peace, and we looked at that last week. Secondly, we're going to look at this one in a moment, is a lack of order. Thirdly, a lack of respect, fourthly a lack of discipline, and fifthly a lack of productivity. So let's have a zone in quickly on that one. What does it mean by a lack of order? Well basically means that everyone does what they want and no one does what they should. Uh, it looks like in a very practical way, it could. some of the signs of a lack of order might be poor maintenance, chaos, lack of punctuality, bad planning, all of these things which point to things being out of order, people doing what they want instead of what they should. Now, in Judges chapter 17 and verse 6, it says, In those days Israel had no king. In other words, there was no authority being exercised. All the people did whatever seemed right in their own eyes. And that's a beautiful picture of exactly what happens when there is no exercising of governance. People just do whatever they want. Now, a home or business or church that is a mess is a sign of a lack of government to be honest i was deeply convicted of this i was uh, at a very practical level doing a walk around our church facility just the other day and uh, you know the front half of the building looks great but i haven't walked around the back for a while and when i walked around the back i discovered actually what a mess it's becoming a junk pile the maintenance is slipping and i realized that's a sign of poor governance when people someone hasn't been assigned to take responsibility for that it's not being checked up on things begin to slide. And so the exercising of good governance brings order into things. Now, once again, the good news is that we can grow in our ability to exercise good governance. You might not be a naturally front-footed, authoritative type person. However, I believe we can grow in it, and God wants us to. Now, the three main enemies we face, I mentioned them last week. Remember, it's good to recognize our enemies so that we can face them up front and deal with them. One, a fear of conflict or being a people pleaser It is the fear of facing conflict and possibly offending people that holds you back from exercising the authority God has given you. Now remember, every leader has to make this choice. Are we going to choose popularity, or are you going to choose respect? Crucial decision we have to make, because if you choose popularity, you are going to forego respect. If you choose respect, you may lose some popularity now, but over time, you'll probably gain it back. Respect is what we are after. Secondly, a lack of confidence. Sometimes it's our personal insecurities that hold us back when we should be stepping forward. Our insecurities and fear hold us back. That's enemy number two. And enemy number three is indifference. Is because of uh, it's too much effort, too many uh, things on your plate. You begin to abdicate or hand over responsibilities that actually are yours to carry. And so that can hold us back as well. Recognizing the enemies so that we can face the giants and grow in good governance. So. let's dive in very quickly to to the second sign of good governance. Remember last week we looked at good governance confronts sin. Number two we want to look at now, good governance enforces boundaries. Now, I do want to emphasize, when I use words like confront sin, enforces boundaries, I don't want you to get the idea that to operate in godly authority, you have to be mean or harsh or angry. Not at all. In fact, I believe you can do it in a way that is kind, gentle, but firm when it's done from a place of genuine authority. Now, an amazing example is King Solomon. David had a problem child in the kingdom. His name was Shimei. And uh, Shimea, he was a bit of a two-faced scoundrel that when Absalom, his son, turned against David, Shimei was there throwing curses at David. A few weeks later, when he overthrew Absalom, so- suddenly Shimei is like all oh, wanting to bless. He just wanted to be popular with whoever was going to be in command. Now, David knew this is a problem and is going to cause problems for Solomon. So I want you to have a look at Solomon with his wisdom dealt with it. In 1 Kings 2, verses 36 to 40, it says, "...then... The king then sent for Shimeah and told him, Build a house here in Jerusalem and live there, but don't step outside the city or go anywhere else. On the day you so much as cross the Kidron Valley, you will surely die and your blood will be on your own head. Shimei replied, your sentence is fair. I will do whatever my lord the king commands. So Shimei lived in Jerusalem for a long time. I love it. Solomon made the boundaries very clear. They were agreed upon and the consequences were clearly spelt out. Now, verse 39, three years later, two of Shimei's slaves ran away to King Ashish, son of this guy in Gath. When Shimei learned where they were, he saddled his donkey and went to Gath to search for them. When he found them, he brought them back to Jerusalem. Now, here's the thing. This was such a legitimate excuse. I had to go and fetch. All I did was go and fetch my slaves. Now, every time a boundary line is crossed, there's always an excuse. There's always a reason. But look what Solomon did. Verse number 46. Then at the king's command, Benaniah son of Jedediah took Shimei outside and killed him. So the kingdom was now firmly in Solomon's grip. Who made the decision? Not King Solomon. He set the boundaries and then he enforced them. In other words, Shimea made the decision. He knew it. He crossed the boundaries. So he was the one who sentenced himself to death. The power of this example is that it was Shimea who made the decision and not Solomon. When good boundaries are set and enforced, then you are not the baddie. The person who crossed the boundary is the one who made the decision. The result was a firmness and Stability to Solomon's authority. Now, a silly example, I've been in a church. I remember going into the church, Sunday morning meeting, they had a countdown timer and um, as the countdown timer got to zero, they would bounce it back to five minutes and then bounce it back to three minutes because there's not enough people. Now, what's that communicating? They were communicating, if they're not enough people, we'll just let the boundaries slide. What it actually communicates is, come as late as you want, we will wait for you. Now, it's a little example, but that's what happens when boundaries begin to shift, people's culture shifts, and now you've got a problem. So let me leave you with this challenge. Good governance enforces boundaries instead of letting them slide. Do an honest assessment of yourself, family, ministry, business. Are you clearly establishing boundaries with agreement and consequences? And secondly, are you letting them slide If so, it's time to repent. Remember, repentance is an invitation for God's intervention. Let's repent of allowing those boundaries to slide and let's trust the Lord and begin to step up. Deep down, you want respect more than popularity. So there it is. I hope it's helpful. Next week, we'll get to sign number three. May the Lord strengthen you as we lead with good governance. Amen.